we've seen the last three, four years or so is, is I can't really describe it in any other way than a wave of healing where we would go into cities, minister in the streets, pray with people and see hundreds of hundreds of healings, uh, even you know, public demonstrations of the power of God by young people. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I am excited to welcome in studio for a very special interview, Stefan Christensen. Stefan, how are you? I am very fine, thank you. Great to be here with you today. Great to have you here. So you are you are coming to us all the way from Europe. Can you explain a little bit about your amazing ministry for our listeners? Well, we are basically reaching young people all across Europe. This is our heart. This is our mission to reach the youth of Europe and the world, of course, with the message of Jesus Christ. And so we are currently in America to make sure that there's more bridges being built between the American church and what is taking place in Europe, which is very exciting. God is opening up the hearts of, of, of young people all over our continent, but there's a great need for workers. Um, I've been engaged with uh, something called Jesus Revolution for the last 20 years, uh, reaching out in a very public way, gospel preaching, healing the sick, campaigns, missions, outreaches, summer teams, missions training schools, leader academies, media, a holistic approach to reach the youth of Europe with the gospel. And I've also been involved with a student ministry called New Generation for the last 20 years, um, reaching out to the campuses and schools all across Europe. So so that's it's exciting, and uh, but we believe that the Lord has a lot of things in store for Europe at the moment, and, and uh, we really see that the American church has got a lot to contribute to that as well. Fantastic, and we'll get more into that. I would like to hear a little bit about your heart for Europe, how you first got started with this, and, and the need, really, that, that yes. is present in Europe. Well, Europe is very needy, and... Um, I suppose it'll surprise quite a few people over here to actually understand that there's more than 25 nations in Europe with less than 1% who are evangelical believers. Um, if you see it, Europe in total, approximately 15 nations and 800 million people, uh, you're talking about an average of 2.7% evangelical believers. And the interesting thing right now is that Europe is changing very fast. So in some nations we see that the number, of, for instance, of Muslims are, are outnumbering evangelical believers by 1 to 10. Wow. Uh, for instance, in France, um, you've got about 10% of the population being Muslim, and you have less than 1% who are evangelical believers. And so this has been a change that's been really happening within the last 30-plus years. And so in our generation, on, on our watch, so to say, Europe is changing very, very fast. Now, on the other side, we see a generation growing up in this environment who really are totally spiritually illiterate. They do not really know the basic tenets of faith. They may not ever have seen or heard or met a born-again believer. And so many times when we are out ministering in Europe, it would could it be the first time ever that they really meet someone who knows Jesus and loves Jesus and presents the gospel to them in a way that they can understand. So, so it's it's like a combination of a critical time, and but, but which is also a time of great possibilities. And adding to the spiritual situation, 
What we have seen in, in the southern part of Europe is that um, after the financial crisis in 2008, many of those nations really did not pick it up or, mm-hmm. or gain speed again. And so you are talking about several nations in the south, like Italy, um, Portugal, Greece, and so forth, with 30, 40, and, and, and even more than 50% of youth unemployment. And this is happening for a prolonged period of time, many, many years. And so the secular press is talking about a lost generation of people who are educated, young people, but they don't just have work to go to. And what we've seen in Europe through our, our turbulent history um, is that um, in these times, uh, critical things have been happening and, and uh, people unemployed, young people, seem to have been in the forefront of, of asking for more radical solutions, you know, asking for a strong man to come. Uh, we, we do see a tendency for, for voters to, to go to the political extremes like we've seen in Greece with an openly neo-Nazi party uh, gaining uh, a fairly large uh, vote and so forth, which was unheard of some years ago. So, so this is a critical situation, which again uh, gives us the po- possibility to reach out with the gospel in a very unique way. So it's an open window in a critical time for Europe right now. Fantastic. That's, that's really interesting just to hear you break that down like that. Um, now, you were telling me, because we talked a little bit before the show earlier today, yes. and uh, you were telling me that you're seeing a lot of doors opening, though, for the next generation, especially when they see God's power firsthand. Exactly. And, you know, the wonderful thing, obviously, is the gospel works. The gospel works everywhere. The gospel works in every nation. Um, I heard someone say once that there's, there's no no city close to the gospel. A city is as open as your heart. And we believe that to be true. I mean, wherever the gospel is preached, wherever it is in the world, including Europe, there are results. And and one of the basic keys that we have seen um, is really to see the supernatural in motion, to see the power of God released. And you see so, so many young Europeans, it's like, okay, God, what do you mean, God? Uh, who is he? And And you know, um, there's a lot of intellectual, philo- philosophical barriers and so forth, and, and a totally secularized society. And so so our young people that we are, you know, training to go out there and to minister with the love and power of God, they would say, well, listen, can I pray for you? Can I, can I bless you and pray to the God that I know? And so many uh, of those young people, sick or not sick, you know, just, uh, well, go ahead. I've tried everything else. I've tried drugs. I've tried this. I've tried that. So why not? another prayer and so so we would pray and and the power of God will come over them and the love of God will overwhelm them and they and they will be opening up their hearts for what we have to say it's kind of discussion over adding to that is a fantastic wave of healing um, since the very beginning of the work that God has entrusted us we've we've always seen God at work when it comes to the supernatural and healing and as a matter of fact, um, the original, the work that we were starting was was seeing what what God did through young people as they went out there preaching the gospel, praying for the sick. But what we've seen the last three, four years or so is, is I can't really describe it in any other way than a wave of healing where we would go into cities, minister in the streets, pray with people and see hundreds of hundreds of healings. Uh, even you know public demonstrations of the power of God by young people in in the city squares, like like this summer, in front of the Colosseum, one of the young people says in a microphone, you know, in front of hundreds of people, "Do you need to be healed? Let's see what God can do." And it's a pretty bold statement. Yeah. 
and uh, and and a guy would come up and he, he couldn't move his arm and uh, he said well let's see what God can do with you and so he prays for him in Jesus name and bang up goes his arm and he's just like overwhelmed and astonished at what just happened and there's hundreds of people standing you know around cheering and applauding and you know you can definitely tell there's an open atmosphere then to preach the gospel say hey this is God at work God the one that you just now saw heal he is the one who can also forgive your sins and you can be reconciled to him so the supernatural move of God we see that increasing in Europe which is very 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 encouraging that is exciting. Now you said at the beginning of the show that one of the, that America has plenty to offer and to give to help out with the ministry going on in Europe. Can you go into what you mean by that? Well, you know, historically speaking, um, you, you could say that I suppose most Americans or many Americans would be aware of the fact that there's a link between Europe and America in the history, and of course, many Americans would also be able to say that. Okay, I have ancestry in America, in Europe. Um, maybe there was a grandfather, a great grandfather, somewhere further down the line, who emigrated to America. And the truth of the matter is that today there's actually hundreds of thousands of towns and cities and villages with no evangelical church at all. And and so think about it. If your forefathers had not immigrated here, you might have grown up in a village or a town somewhere in Europe. In Greece or in Ireland or in Germany or France or wherever with no evangelical church at all and who knows what's what your situation would be like so so we have really felt like hey uh, for the sake of your forefathers you know please come back and help us please the Macedonian cry is still heard in Europe today and like like for a European I've, I've been in the US many times but like the first time Europeans are coming to America it's like a shocking experience positively speaking because there's oh there's another church look over there oh there's another church and look over there there's another church it's just churches 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 and lots of ministries absolutely everywhere it's like whoa look at that and I remember once in in Tulsa someone told me that there were as many churches in Tulsa as in the nation of France and France has got 60 million people. The the difference, though, being that the churches in Tulsa were just much, much, much bigger than the ones in France. So, so, so this is even hard to understand, I think, for an American if you are not aware of the facts. And the other side of the coin is that Americans are welcome. In the young generation, being an American is not a minus, it's a plus, it's an asset. We're talking about a global youth culture. Where, where young people are listening to the same kind of music and wearing the same kind of clothes and watching the same movies and even eating the same kind of food to a certain extent. And so, so what we've seen is that those American young people who have come over either for a few weeks as we do every summer, a summer mission, or taking a year with us to do missions in Europe, they do so well. We are so thankful for them. They have so much to contribute with. But um, was, we are concerned, though, that... Um, you, quote-unquote, I mean, you Americans, you send the wrong people um, because there's so many Mormons coming uh, that they're flooding Europe, you know, and sometimes I've been thinking, oh, God in heaven, why couldn't the evangelical church in America send more young people into ministry than the Mormons because of their approach, you know, thinking, okay, whatever I'm going to do in life, in professional life, in my career, I could spend one or two years in in, in in missions. If we would see something even close to that, even in the evangelical world, we will we would basically change the world for Jesus. And so 
So we are traveling around in Europe and we're meeting no, in America and pre- talking with leaders and saying, how can we connect? Because many Americans may not know the needs, may not know what to do, may not know whom to connect with. And starting from scratch in Europe, not knowing the language and the culture and so forth is a challenge. But having done this for 20 years, uh, we really knows what, we, we know what works and we know how um, American churches can just uh, connect and blend in and be a part of what's happening. And, and this is very specific. This, this summer even, we are going to the Balkans, an amazing region, um, so rich of history and also very challenging. Uh, it's kind of the, the southeastern corner of, of, of Europe, uh, bordering with Turkey. And um, it's kind of the, the, the crossroads, so to say, between East and West, Islam and Christianity. It used to be the old former Ottoman Empire. You've got a few European nations there with a, a Muslim majority and so forth. And we're talking about um, Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, <clears throat> Bosnia-Herzegovina, Montenegro, Albania, Macedonia, Kosovo, Romania, Bulgaria, Greece, this region. And we are inviting young people to come. And we're probably going to be young people from 20, 25 nations who will be together. And we're going to go all across this region, sharing the love of Christ, sharing the gospel, healing the sick, demonstrating the power and love of God. And and then in the aftermath of that, we will help the church start what we call Jesus Revolution Groups, a local version of this Jesus Revolution, focusing on evangelism and discipleship and outreach and leadership. and. And then eventually, um, together with the Bulgarian church, we will also start a, a full-time training center, uh, training young leaders and evangelists and gospel preachers from all across the Balkans to, to minister on, on a full-time scale in this crucial region. And, you know, many youth groups in America have more young people in them in one church than you have in some of those nations. When, when I've been sitting down together with some of the national leaders saying, well, please tell me how many young people do you have in your nation? One, one, one pastor would say, well, we, we have about 250 evangelical youth in our nation, 150 youth, 300 youth, 50 youth. And we're talking nations here. So, so uh, yeah, we, we believe that American young people and American churches and leaders can make a difference in Europe. And we are here to really, really um, ask you to join us. Fantastic. Well, if people want to find out more information about how they would join you or about your ministry, where could they go for that information? I go to JesusRevolution.com, and you'll, you can read all about it. And, and here's another thought. This is even a bit more dramatic. Fantastic. But um, we've, we've trained and sent out about 7,000 young people through the years. And, and think about this. I mean, if you, if, if, if America did not come to our rescue, if America did not sacrifice their sons in the Second World War, oh, where would we be today? I mean, Europe would have been a Nazi empire. That's the truth of the matter. And because you were willing to sacrifice your sons, um, that, that situation was changed and Hitler was overthrown and we received our liberty and our freedom. And I think that Europeans actually should be much more grateful for that, for that than, than, than they even are, perhaps. But from a, from a spiritual point of view, um, we are in a spiritual war that is so real. And I feel that we just need, this, need the same kind of help. You know, We need young men and women who, who can come and, and help us and stand together with us. And if that is happening, 
uh, we actually do see that, that even nations are hanging in the balance. I see that because I travel all across Europe all the time. And, and for instance, some of those nations in the Balkans, it's, it's not like they're going to be Muslim nations automatically because young people are secularized, they look towards the West, they're influenced by Western culture. However, Muslim nations are pouring in billions of dollars, building mosques and youth centers in many of those nations. And somehow I feel like we're sleeping a bit, you know, when there's a great open door. So, of course, I'm not saying that Americans aren't involved in Europe as such, uh, because I know that uh, all through history, America has been involved in Europe. But I believe that we need to take step this up to a totally different scale. And I keep hearing uh, in American churches that, number one, we don't really know what to do or whom to connect with or um, if we are wanted. But you are wanted and you are needed. It's a really fantastic challenge. Thank you for sharing that with our audience. Uh, so JesusRevolution.com if they want to find out more information. That's right. Fantastic. Any other websites, places that they can find you? Well, that's the number one place to go to, I think. All right, great. Well, Stefan, thank you so much for coming on the show today, for sharing your heart with us. Uh, It's clear how passionate you are about this, and hopefully our listeners feel that same passion after hearing you talk. Thank you very much. Would you mind uh, closing us out with a prayer? Sure. Father God, I thank you that you have said that we should pray the Lord of the harvest, that you may send out laborers to the harvest field because the fields are ripe. And so, Lord, right now I just pray to those who listen, whether it's young people or parents or church leaders or whomever, that that they will get a heart for this continent, for the old European continent that is so needy for the gospel. I pray that you will send workers, send laborers. And I also pray, Father, that as this happens, as we see that the American church engages in a total new way in Europe, that that is also a blessing back Lord, I know that so many people in America are saying that America is becoming more and more like Europe. And, and, and I believe that, that if they are engaging in Europe, oh, it may even be so beneficial for the church over here. So, Father God, let that bridge be built. Let that alliance be formed and let it be, become a mutual blessing for the church in America and in Europe. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Stefan Christensen here on Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Shalom, Christian friends. Ezra International rescues Jewish families in war-torn Ukraine, Islamic nations of the former Soviet Union, and remote Siberia, as well as South America, and returns them to Israel, the land of their hope. Your prayers and financial help will bless Israel. Visit EzraInternational.org and invite Ezra to your church. Help fulfill biblical prophecy. The time is now. Go to EzraInternational.org or call 325-394-4673. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.